Hey guys, I want to take a second and remind you to check out our friends over at AJS Designs Boutique, where they make gifts for the ones that you love the most. They're awesome. They make anything from bow holders for your little girl to hat holders for your little man, shadow boxes, and so much more. They even make art display signs to show off your little Picasso's masterpieces. All the items are customizable. They're easy and fun to work with. Come up with a gift that's special for you or anyone that you love. Follow and like them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. They just made some awesome stickers for us that we're so excited to get out to you guys. So again, follow them on Instagram and their Etsy shop at AJS Designs Boutique and at AJS Designs on Pinterest. May 15th, Flyover Live. It's the Roast War Championship, RWC Anderson. That's right. The Warriors of the Roast War Championship are bringing the cage to Anderson on May 15th, and you will see the Dead Dancing Bear, Patrick Murray, versus DJ Dangler in the main event, plus many other amazing battles. See comic versus comic inside of a steel cage. You, the audience, get to decide the outcome, and if you're not happy, you're welcome to throw some popcorn at the cage as well. May 15th, check out RoastWarChamp.com or at RoastWarChamp on Facebook for more information. Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oaks. He's one of my best friends in the world. What were we laughing at? Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ. The BJ. Um, Anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. It's very Zero six, zero six, zero six. The mark of Take the Take out the zeros. Yeah. That McDonald's is the devil. Uh, oh, good. Good. <laughs> 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 is like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house once again. We uh, we were off last week. Um, I was uh, I found myself uh, in Nick's bed um, for a few nights. Last I was week. not in there with him. I was in Florida. Uh, yes, it's true. Um, the family <laughs> was in Florida. I house sat um, for uh, for my good buddy Nicholas, who's in here as always. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey. How's it Absolutely. Going? Um, that was a whole lot of fun. I ate all of his bacon. <laughs> um, slept in the most comfortable bed I've ever experienced in my entire life. It's it was insane. Nice. It's pretty nice. It vibrates. It, and it like moves the legs and the head, the whole thing. It's like, uh, yeah, it's insane. Um, and, you know, it was a great time. And so uh, we did not have an episode last week, but we are back um, with uh, a fun episode. And before we dive into this episode, I want to get uh, some plugs out of the way. Um, first things first, I want to let you guys know that coming up March 20th, 
24th, we're back with Uncle Buck's house. Um, well, Uncle Buck's comedy hour at Kettletop Brew House. Uh, Jay uh, Murphy, I believe. Oh my God, I am so unprepared. This is the worst. Uh, no, Jay Hunter. Sorry, Jay Hunter from Detroit is going to be closing out that show uh, along with, he says he's bringing another friend from Detroit, so you never know who's going to show up. Um, but we've got a, a whole lot of other comedians that are going to be uh, doing sets on that one. So that's March 24th. And then March 27th, we have um, the first ever uh, live comedy album recording at Kettletop Brewhouse. Uh, David Leo Schultz is going to be recording his debut album there. Um, and so those tickets are $5.00. Uh, uh, there'll be $10 at the door. I think we only, I think we only have, only have like 15 left and there's gonna be some live music afterwards. So, uh, snag those at on tap tickets.com slash kettle top brew house. Um, and, uh, also coming up, uh, uh, in May, uh, on the 22nd, May 22nd, I'm going to be, um, in Franklin, Indiana opening up for Chris Kattan. Whoa. Um, that's coming up. Absolutely. Snaps. Yeah. That's going to be a good time. Um, shout out to Mad Hatter shows. Check out Mad Hatter shows for those tickets. Um, and yeah, let's get into the show today. Our guest is a uh, fellow comedian, uh, uh, promoter extraordinaire, uh, uh, awesome um, guy that puts on awesome shows. Mr. Brad Riggler is oh! in the uh, is in the house. Welcome to Buck's house, baby. Yeah, Uncle Buck's house. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle we're hanging Buck's out. Buck's house, baby. I do have to say, he has very nice hair. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I oh, point that sure. out to everybody because I have no hair. Always put together, except for on my face. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Brad. You're talking about my hair? Yeah, yeah, dude. I have actually been going more for the Kramer. I used to be much more put together. So <laughs> I can I've been, see it. I've been going in and I would tell him cut my sides and back but let the talk you know let yep. it go yeah. you got an ode to Kramer and of course Don King hey there it. you go I love it absolutely my son's doing that too bald fade on the sides long hair on top yeah it's a thing now. it probably looks better on, on him a <laughs> <laughs> little bit more well actually it's well, what's really funny is he started uh, sliding and busting doors into everywhere he goes now okay. so he's kind of rocking the Kramer thing too <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So speaking of speaking of of uh, Don King, that's kind of yeah. uh, one of the uh, a great segue into sort of what we wanted to talk about today on on this episode. This is the I guess official announcement show yeah. of something that's that's going to be um, huge for uh, the city of Anderson. Yep. It's it's uh, um, going to be uh, the first time I've worked with. Um, uh, a, a new venue in in, yes. in the city, which is going to be exciting. You know, there's there's nothing changing at Kettletop Brew House. Nope. Um, I am just simply, you know, we the the show that we're bringing there mm -hmm. is going to be. Uh, uh, bigger than what Kettletop can hold, unfortunately. That's a capacity thing yeah. that's part of this business. And so, you know, the f good folks over at Flyover Live, yeah. um, over at... Uh, uh, in Anderson, right by the uh, right by the interstate, um, in, in the Applewood complex, old beat ups, uh, yes, Fly yeah, yeah, over. yeah, absolutely, and. Uh we're going to be bringing in the Roast War Championship. That's right. That's Ro right. The Roast War Championship in Anderson. And let me tell you something. We are going all over, but Anderson's a special stop. Anderson is really kind of the Anderson show is really kind of developing into be the kind of big show of this spring season. I would say of the big show, we're going to have Roastomania is going to be huge, but I got to say right there would have to be Anderson because, and this is the reason why so many of the best roasters, some of the best battles we've had have included somebody from Anderson or that area or who came up on the kettle top shows, that crew, yeah. And they have all represented always. Well, some of the best ones, some of the best battles, uh, Garner 
Eric, yeah. you know what I mean? Zach yeah. Gardner, I haven't yeah. seen this guy uh, in way too long, and he's one of the greats. I know that you have, uh, you know, Devon Shoemaker. Yeah. Comes, he's always up there, Yeah, and it's always happening. You yourself uh, the, have put on some fantastic, completely yeah. understood the clock, completely understood the back and forth, got it immediately, and put on fantastic show it's a whole lot of fun it, it, it's a different realm of approaching comedy which is why i find so much so much joy in, yeah. in in doing these sorts of shows and especially when when you know that the other comics are bringing heat too yeah you know what i mean um and, and it's one of those things where um you know it's it, it's it's really easy to find like a like a negative sort of competition within comedy right. like 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 things that can be destructive to scenes and whatnot right. but like this sort of competition is just joke for joke yes you know uh uh just mayhem battle like, like yeah it's, it's a battle like, but you know what we put the guys together and the ladies yeah and whatever they want to be yes <laughs> and we say beforehand we say several weeks beforehand Hey, you guys are working together. You're doing your part, your opponents slash partners. You two produce this battle. Whatever you do, you guys want to go at each other. Great. You want to you want to work together to make it great. Do you guys want to have a co-op? You know, do you want it to be a gentleman's or gentlewoman's or whatever? I can't do all. It's going to yeah, take yeah. all day. Yeah, gentlemen. But you know, the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, you want some agreement where I don't know, but yeah. we put them together, and that way they're working together. And so that's the whole old thing the RWC cares about is the best show possible. Right. And we've got the best show possible. Listen to this main event that we signed. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited about the this. The Dead Dancing Bear, Patrick Murray versus DJ Dangler. Oh man. That's gonna be that's that's a that's a powerhouse matchup, not only because yeah. so so Pat Murray just released his debut album yes. uh like a year Fist ago. Fist full of drink tickets. Yes. Great album, go check it out. Recorded uh over Black that's Circle a great Brewing. Title. Yeah, right. And and you know, yes, exactly. Um and 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 if you know Pat and you listen to his comedy, you get why that uh album title is 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 you know um right on point um but he is a joke master yes he is like like he's he's one of those guys who's a regular in the roast war cage yes and uh cage indeed i think we'll we'll get into some of the that a little bit later but like um but yeah no he's he's such a powerhouse name and dj dangler's been into anderson hey dj dangler's come into anderson and and murdered in a clean room and and you know to kind of let him loose in a in a in a situation like this is going to be really fun to watch you know what you just reminded me anybody who's listening might not realize uh, that the Roast War Championships does take place in an actual steel cage. Yes. I feel absolutely. That's yeah, awesome. Yes, this is, we're bringing the steel cage, literal steel cage, yeah. to Anderson. We're putting the steel cage up. It's comic versus comic inside a steel cage. It is raw. It is it is uh, it is unlike anything you've seen before. I think it's the most exciting roast battle show anywhere. And it, and we're gonna put it on. And there's no way we're gonna do it up there. We're working, you know. We're working with Buck. We're working with all the Anderson crew. I reached out to plug God. <laughs> I did. I said we, we want you on the show, right? You know, because we're up there and say, said, hey. yeah. I mean, yeah, and and actually, Calvin uh, was my. Uh, I believe I'm I'm one and zero in Rose War Championships, yeah. and Calvin was my was, was my first victim. Yeah. It was a good battle. It, it was, was a, a very uh, good battle. He's been on Uncle Buck's. Yeah, outside. yeah, he's been in here. So is Devon. Yeah, we've had the. Uh, uh, um, goodness gracious! I don't know why I can't remember the, uh, the 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 name of the podcast, but uh, um, yeah, we uh, we had them in here. It was a whole uh, it was a whole lot of fun. But yeah, no, uh, D- Devon and, and Calvin have been up to Anderson quite a bit. Yeah, and. Uh, It'd be great to see him back in the cage. I'm excited. I'm I, I'm going to be going up against Devon a couple times. Yeah, you're going to be going against him. Um, you're going to be going against him in Evansville. 
and then uh, you know we'll be going back up there for the rematch uh, in Anderson. Yeah. And so that's going to be a, that, that's going to be a, that's going to be an epic couple because Devon takes it pretty serious, man. Yeah. Devon does take it, and you know what? He does. And I know you do as well. And so like that's what it takes. Everybody buys in. Yeah. And so you're really going to get the best roasters. You're going to get a battle uh, like you've never seen before. We got a great main event. I've been trying to put together. Some under uh, some of the undercard, um, and we want to make sure that when we do, we, we let you all know we're going to be talking to some other big, make another big announcement uh, of another co-main event for Anderson. Very cool, and uh, we're going to make sure that it's just as exciting uh, as the other one. But like I said, Patrick Murray he went against Jeff Oskey, and probably the first big my the first time the RWC really kicked off yeah. was him versus Oskey in the main event. Yeah, and uh, you know he he showed up not only to uh, do the promo because we cut some promo. Videos, Videos and all of that stuff, but he also won that battle against yeah. Jeff Oskey. Yeah, so one pretty of the well, well, one of the goats in the area when yeah. it comes to you know joke writing and yeah. just and just you know delivery and whatnot. So yeah, no, that's yeah. Uh, Pat Murray is is a uh, um, is a again amazing joke writer that is going to be a huge. Uh, some people say some people say, and I don't like them when they do it. Yeah, but there are people out there with the gall, the nerve. To say that it was, in fact, uh, Patrick Murray and his win at Roastamania that retired Austin Fry. Oh my goodness! Those and are that's big a, words. that is those are big words. That I, is a yeah that that's a that's a big uh, that's a big statement. I, I I tell them right. I say I, I first of all, if I can get my hands, I can never see them when they say it, but I hear them, and I turn around. And I go, listen up! Don't say that anymore. Yeah. You gotta I get mean, him. Yeah, you gotta I get mean, him back on stage. Well, because you gotta get him back in the cage. <laughs> yeah, I Austin mean, it, Fry. <laughs> by the way, Austin Fry participated in probably one of the most exciting uh, RWC battles against Josh Springer. Uh, that was on there too. That was the same yes. card. That was a great show. Yeah, that and was a good show. That it, was a show I was on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. It was a yeah. fantastic. That was a show. great show. And like I tell you right now, that guy. My wife actually said I, I put him on a uh, Wednesday show uh, that I did up in Zionsville, Comedy Night Zionsville, pre-COVID. And my wife went to see it, and she goes, "You know, out of every." Everyone on stage, I think he has the most projectability for a strong future. I'm like, you know, I I, I was on on stage two. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, yeah, I know. Yeah. So Austin Fry, that's me getting you back. Can't wait to see he gets back on yeah, stage yeah. and back in the cage. He's the man. Yeah, yeah, I I love Austin. He's one of my favorite local comics. I've I've uh, <laughs> done. Um, some Bloomington gigs with him and some other spots in Indy and, and love booking him in, in Anderson. He's a uh, great comic. I would love to see him back in the cage. So, um, yeah, we need to, we, we need to, um, and make Zach, that now let me ask you a question now. Have, yeah. have you been in contact with Zach Garner? Yeah. Yeah. I've talked okay. to Zach a couple okay. times. Yeah. I, okay. I just saw him like last week. I think we got to get Zach back. Yeah. Yeah, we need to track that dude down. We need to get him back in the cage. He's a funny man. Zach Garner yeah, is funny. one of the funniest, dude. I dig that dude. I want him back. And he's one of the best performers in the cage. This dude, is he's, he's a yeah, beast. He is a beast. I, I, he's practically undefeated as far as I know. Uh, yeah, I, I can't think of uh, I can't think of who he's lost to. He's got a he's got a whole lot to he's got a whole lot to offer and he's he is um a, 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 again just a just a joke smith. I think what we have to do is we have to have at least a response. 
yeah. from Zach Ryder. I, I mean, like, so. it's because I'll say right now that RWC wants you in this thing, and, uh, you know. We're we, sending the call out. We're sending the call out. Because, yeah. you know, we're saying, hey, we respect him. We can see yeah. Anderson. I don't want to go into Anderson without him there. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. going to do it and if I, I have to. And I, <laughs> and I, and I want to have him there as well. And and so if you're listening to this, yes. uh, I would I would have you go ahead and hit up uh, at Zakuna Matata. Um, Z A C H U N A M U T A T A, I think. Um, and uh, just shoot him a little DM and be like, "Hey, you should uh, hit up Rose War Championship so yeah. you can get back in the Anderson." Man. Maybe, maybe if we found an opponent that could give him. Well, a good I, call see, out. that's the whole thing is we can't do. So one of the great things about the RWC is this. One of the things I have to do, and I'm real stickler about it. Sometimes it comes off the wrong way. Is because if because it's pre booked matches, so that means if one comic backs out the other comic also gets the dick right because we don't mm. just put them wherever depending sure, yeah. on you know what i mean and yeah. so like now i got a comic out there that is taking the time to write and prepare because this material can pretty much only be used in the For moment. This right. person yeah and so as opposed to them being out there booking a show someplace else or writing a joke they can use more than this one time they were doing this thing for this show and now they don't get a spot and so for that reason, we don't ever book anybody until we kind of beat it in their head. Look, 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 look. You better, do, if you're saying you're going to do the show, we expect you to do it for these reasons. And if you're going to back out, you better back, you know, better be yeah. quick. Don't make it the day of, don't make yeah. it the week of. And so any kind of situation where anybody isn't 100%, I don't want to. I don't want to ever push or pull or get anybody to say yes just to shut me up. Yeah, and then it black out. But you know what I mean. Yeah, and like we all go to sleep on it. I don't want to do that. And and that's and that's something that you know is uh, is is what makes that show so um, worth getting a ticket for is because you know that sort of thought goes into the production. Yeah, and and you know that because that is something that happens. Um, uh, some more to you know, some people maybe do it more than not that they you know snag these open mic gigs yeah. or hit you up for an open mic and then can't make it, yeah. which I've done a bunch of times. I'm yeah, not, sure, it, and it happens. And open mic is one thing, but yes. this is a, this is exactly. a book show, exactly. And it's, it's not the same thing. Like if you can make it cool, yeah. I mean, like this is somebody else. So anyway, and, and I'm not because that doesn't happen because we only get people who are really excited about it, and we and and are pros, yeah. So, but and I don't think that, and I know for a fact, number one, Zach would always go through. What I'm saying though is for me to say to somebody else, hey, listen, let's focus on somebody who who may not be into yeah. it that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just yeah, like for sure. sure because it, for me a bet roast battle is a lot like sex you know if the other person is into it neither am i yeah my thing yeah dude. i'm not imposing well, on you. it's a specialized type of show i was telling buck on the way here like this is this is a specific niche and like for me i'm i i enjoy ufc i do martial arts my kids do martial arts and the whole like the whole um i guess dictionary that that you use because of this show like you're using the terms like uh the the undercard you're yes. using you know yeah. you're act you're 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 playing it like it is a true um fight it and is. and that's that's what i love about it and then on the other end when you're the comic like for me like i don't i, I i'm not comfortable getting on stage that's yeah, yeah. um but i seem to be funnier like when 
I'm going at somebody or someone's right. coming at me. Yes. You know, it's it's different when you're writing jokes for a group of people that you've never met yes. before. But then when, like you said, you know, you guys are kind of producing your whole, yep. what is it? How, how many minutes are they in there? Oh, uh, well, so a round is two, is a full round is two minutes. That's one minute per comic. So each comic has one minute and there's a chess clock device between them and what they do is oh, it starts dope. off you got your t- your time starts ticking away and then at any point in time though you can stop the you can stop the clock and pass your opponent right so the idea is to pass back and forth bang 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 more jokes the yeah. better and yeah exactly that's... and then like to play the clock we're gonna have it hopefully where people will get to the point and we have to do it a lot more for them to really get you know expertise at it but would be basically to get a lot of hits in with the least amount of time possible so that your your opponent's out of uh, material, but you've got like tw- 20 seconds just basically you're just going to bang, 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 or 15, whatever. And like these are things, but really it's to create that back and forth. Sure, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and also like uh, another side of that is, is like you're saying, like uh, the most economical jokes, like, like, like honestly yes. in a perfect world, you would love to tell one that just hits yes. and then the room isn't quiet quiet enough when it's your opponent's turn you know what i mean like yeah. like like that's the that's the knockout blow in this yes. thing is if you can tell a joke that hits so hard that the other person's clock is running yeah. and the crowd is not quiet yes. enough to hear their jokes it's, it's a lot of exactly strategy right. it's a lot of strategy yeah for yeah. sure and and you know timing uh timing certain jokes to like uh you know maybe the 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 end of a round just because you know it is heavier than than the rest of them and you want it to be the last thing in in the judges minds and yeah. you want it to be the last thing in the audience minds in case they decide your fate you know uh is that still is that still part of it is the is the audience deciding right yes so we have some things to work on yeah Uh, the judging is the most exciting part so the judging is this you have a three panel judge and uh so there's three judge panel and so basically the first two rounds are judged by the judging panel and so if the same corner wins both rounds it's a tko so if the person in the red corner wins the first and second round the match is over by tko there's no third round but if they split red and blue split the first and the second or second and whatever then at that point in time it goes to a third and final round which is judged by the audience yeah so the audience only judges the tie breaks yep and so obviously that's the one and so going to the audience is really what you know we want them to we want them to go to the audience but it's got but you can get a tko also if for whatever reason a person is stunned and has no response for 10 seconds they get a 10 count then they're ko'd and it's over Yep. Now that's very rare for that to happen because it usually goes a lot more than t- before we know there's a pause and so we're not waiting for any you know pause and start counting. But like obviously if somebody's like oh damn I don't know what to say well then boom one two and if you get to ten you're out. Yeah. And so we also have the ladies uh, be the ring card girls because it gets confusing which round am I in what's about to happen so you got the girls out there between to show you yeah hey. in bikinis. I yeah. mean I don't really notice that I just more look in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Too. <laughs> Me too. Because I know my wife listens to this. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely Absolutely. either the cards you know, or the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I just look at the numbers, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Screw you guys. I am not. Like, I don't even. I forgot to had eyes. Um, no. I, <laughs> no. It's a, it's, a, it's a whole lot of fun. Like, like um, it, it's one of those things where um it, it, it truly is something worth going to see yeah and also it's 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 worth coming to support the comics that you know yes because 
you know, because when it comes down to that third round, mm-hmm. you know, the extra seven or eight people yeah. that they brought from, you know, wherever, yeah. you know, I, uh, I, I don't know if, uh, uh, if Griffin's on the card or not. Yes. Um, but, uh, but I mean, I they, guarantee you Griffin's going to be on the card. Yeah. They, 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 I want a super match for Griffin. Hey, I want him a super match and I got the guy. Now here's the problem with Griffin Shira. Okay. Okay. Griffin Shira is just like that. He is like a Griffin. He is flying high, soaring high, mythical creature. This man's amazing. But at the same time, you know what I mean? He's feeling the flow. He's feeling, he's in that groove. He's in that groove. But I want to see what happens when he gets shocked out of it. I want to see what happens when he gets rattled because I've never seen him rattled. This guy is cool under fire. And I got this kid, this kid up Fort Wayne way. Okay. And I got to tell you. There's some monsters up before Wayne went. I tell you, I got an eye on a match for Griffin, and I want it to happen there. Now, I can't make it happen. I can't say what it is. I can just say that both these guys have been doing gigs at the same places. They're both very well aware of each other. Mm -hmm. They're from sort of towns that are within driving distance, but each is able to claim his own. Yeah. And now we're going to bring them to Anderson. And we're going to see what happens when these two get into the cage. I can't wait. Griffin Shira is the one to watch. This is the battle you want to see. And this is the only person, I guarantee you, he's not going to want to lose to. And it's worthy of, of a second oh, main event. I'm telling you right now, you're going I, to want to see this one. You I'm must excited. be a salesman because I'm, I'm excited. I'm sold. <laughs> I've seen Griffin do comedy several times yeah. being, being part of Uncle Bucks. And you're exactly right. He's always so cool, calm. His voice is, it, it, you know, it's always the same. And he's just jokes are coming out and, and that is very so i mean this is a guy i actually kind of want to i don't know should i try to close should i try to close this thing down right now uh no 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 like I, as far as send oh. to, i mean what i'm saying not leave oh I mean, no <laughs> literally, should i close down the match should i try to get a hold of the guys on oh here? i mean let's, uh, let's, let's call I'll, it out i'll we send can? him a match i'm gonna send him a, i'm gonna send him okay. a message and hopefully by the end we can announce this thing. absolutely uh yeah no uh G- griffin griffin is one of those guys that um like like he you know um he he is a journalism major and so he's always finding an he you know he's just gonna need an an angle on something you know right, he's, right. he's always writing he's finding an angle he always finds an interesting angle and writes you know good jokes from it but when you put him in the mindset of you know tearing someone apart on stage in a in cage, the range in yeah, the cage yeah in a cage then you know all of a sudden this you know kid who looks like he just you know fell out a new direction yeah you know <laughs> he seriously like 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 i i don't i i don't understand how sometimes people get their faces made, put together like that like nah. like I, like he, like he's just he's just that good looking of a cat and i'm i'm confident enough of my sexuality to totally admit that you said it several times i believed you the first <laughs> <laughs> Again, he has nice hair. Yeah. Yes, well, no. See, but, but 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 what I'm saying is like he he turns it on, and his and his joke writing can be hard to beat, especially in a yeah. in, in a roast format. So no, he's sharp. He's a good, and he doesn't get he does not get flustered. He is cool. Yeah. I dig Griffin. So we want him on there. Okay. Um, and definitely we want all this. Also, Tyson Cox, Iron Mike Tyson Cox. Yes. I got to bring him back up to do this thing. Yep. I think I'm going to be putting him in a program with uh, Josh Springer because those 
those two okay. uh, work together, write together pretty well. I'm yeah, trying that's going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm going to try to bring them down to Louisville because they do write together and like be able to they'll they'll work it out so that if I yeah. put them in there first for a town when I open a town that doesn't have anybody that really knows what's up, I like to bring somebody to show them the system to show you know this is how it works, and so the other comics know you know oh we should follow that example. Yeah, exactly. And I think those two, but Iron Mike, uh, Iron Mike Tyson Cox is the kid. This guy is is a monster joke writer himself. Yeah, he is. And, and, well, j- yeah, j- just writer in general. He's written some pretty funny sketches as well. And like, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a. Uh, how long have we been going? Okay. Um, yeah the uh, the the um, the I. I love that Iron Mike Tyson Cox. Iron uh, Mike yeah, Tyson I was, yeah, that's Cox. I make the comment. Is it is it Iron Cox and his nickname is Mike Tyson? No, or I know it, it's, it's Tyson Cox. That's true. Wow, that's a good point. Like, you that is not, hilarious. It's, yes. it's you don't know, but you know what? Iron Mike could also be like you know he's got a mic like Iron, which yeah. could be it could be the microphone oh, or M-I-C. reference to his dick. Right, right. Oh shit, Iron Cox. It, it could or, be any or, number. Or of that levels. was just if, maybe if that was just what he named it was Mike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the greatest nickname and name of all time. This thing on, um, but no, yeah, that's uh, that's it's gonna Tyson. be yeah, Tyson yeah, Cox, yeah, Tyson Cox, the the incomparable Tyson Cox. Uh, he's a regular up in Anderson. I think he's gonna uh, bring another killer show um, wherever he goes. You know, a kid named P. Rez. Oh yeah, yeah, P. Rez. He's been on here. Yeah, P. Rez been been in the house. P. Rez is is without question. One of the most exciting battlers you're going to see in the cage. He's he's, he's so quick. his delivery is so fun. So he's in, in the moment. Quick. Yeah, he's in the moment. He's totally. He's not unprepared. Yeah, but he's he's completely confident. Yeah, he's completely mentally prepared. But that's what he is. He's in the moment. Yeah, he's in the brawler. He's not. He's not. He's coming at you. He has some basic ideas, and he's going to bang it out right there. And then in the moment, the same as he would on the bar stool, on the street corner, or in the cage. You're getting the same Perez. And man, is it worth watching. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and also what makes it even harder to roast Perez, uh, and shall he and I ever get an opportunity, um, it, this is this is going to be one of the biggest notes for me, mm-hmm. is that he does a great job. You better not write any bad jokes. <laughs> if your joke does not do well, he's going to roast you on your bomb. Like, I've seen him do that so many times. Yeah, me too. It's, it, it's literally kicking someone <laughs> while they're down. Like, uh, like I understand, obviously, in a, in a roasting <laughs> format, so, sometimes jokes don't land, but yeah. in that moment, it's something else that gets another comic to like feed off of that, yeah. you know, pull it all back up. My and man. I've seen him do that a lot of times. So, so if you're coming at Perez, even if you're not roasting him well, yeah. you better hope that your jokes are at least landing. You better, or else you're going to get something that he wasn't even ready for, but will take advantage of. Yeah, and I, we got a bunch of other ones. We got, uh, I guarantee you, Sarah D. Huntington. Yes, uh, who who is undefeated. Yeah, um, and she's like I said, she is. Uh, I can't even say flying under the radar anymore at no, all. No, not but, at all. Not in any regard of, of what she's doing. But she uh, she writes, she performs, she delivers each and every time. Um, hard, you know, she is a she's on. I'm listen. If I put on a show and she's not on it, you're probably not getting the best we can do. So we got to put her out there. That's yeah. really what I believe. I truly believe that. Absolutely, she's a she is a powerhouse. Uh, she is a powerhouse. She's coming to Anderson a couple of times, uh, both on um, to close out. You know, one of the comedy hours, also to you know. Uh, 
uh, middle some heavy lineups, and she's just killed every time. So I, I have no doubts about that being an exciting match. Next is a heartbreak for me because it's a controversy that's brewing. I certainly don't like those. Oh, absolutely I, I not. I don't want people talking. I don't want people yeah. thinking. I don't want discussions happening unless I'm begging you to have it. Hey. But listen, there's some controversy right now. The Queen of Mean. Okay. Sandra Edgel. Yeah. Right? Obviously, I book Sandra on a bunch of these. Um, some may say, as far as booking opportunities go, I have delivered more for her than anyone else on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It seems rather presumptuous. I'm just I mean, saying that some people could say that. I tell them, calm down. Yeah. But what I mean is that she she's had a little bit of an attitude recently, which you expect with a, a thing like the Queen of Me. Hey. And uh, but at the same time, I think we're going to be able to get her back in there. She won a big one against Tony Foxworthy. It was kind of a go, winner go home situation. Which, she won, which was which was an upset in my mind. A shock. Yeah, I, a shock. I you know, t- uh, t- Tony's a guy that he was actually on yeah. our on our first episode with Mr. Yeah. Brenter Hewn, and uh, uh, he is um, a a uh, great joke writer that that again does. And pull any punches, None. and uh, and yeah, that was a that was a big uh, that was a big upset. Man, and head. he knew that room. Yeah, he knew that room too. So, but she uh, she came into her own. She she banged it out. It's hard. Uh, a lot of people think it could have been stopped um, after two, uh, but you know whatever the judges saw, what they were yeah, seeing, and like the... you know, and she got to three and she got away. But the bottom line is, is what do I do with this chick? Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, this performer, this independent woman performer. Yes. Um, what do I do as far as the rwc is concerned i don't want there to be a hashtag i'm just saying this girl probably versus somebody who can take her and take her down a peg hey or whether or not she takes them down a peg if anybody could yeah this woman's a buzzsaw and she's and uh, the queen of mean is definitely going to be in the building on the show and so we'll see how that unfolds and of course i got a whole bunch of others uh any number of guys i could talk about and all of which i'm sure want me to I am stoned, so it's going to be hard for me to remember all their names. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. So we'll take a break uh, after. The show. <laughs> um, so uh, you put on this show, obviously, in a lot of different cities. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're talking about cities that you know, like, like what, what's so cool about this is, is we're kind of we're kind of building up to roast a mania. Yes. How are these cities, are, are these cities represented individually in that? Or are you just kind of pulling people from the, from the collaborative RWC universe that's right. happening? Like how's that, how's that come together? How's roast a mania happen? Well, roast mania is going to be, again, it, it's a, it's going to be the, the exhibition of all the different roast mania of all the different RWCs that have occurred in different places. And it's gotcha. really the road to roast mania. Now the idea is what we're doing. The great thing about the RWC, is it's forming its history everybody writes it yeah everybody who's involved in it i'm very much obviously it means everything to me but i'm very collaborative when it comes to this like i called you up i'm like yeah. boom let's do business let's yeah. be partners i want to get your input i want to know what we're going to do yeah we're going to work together everybody and everybody who gets in the cage is writing what this thing is yeah so when it comes to rosa mania the idea is i really do want to crown a champion 
That's why I got the belt with me here today. I really I saw want that. there. I really do. I mean, I do. I'll probably get another belt to be quite honest because I don't. I do like walking around with one. Yeah, and <laughs> I do like why. And the second I give this to a comic, it's gone. Be like, hey, let's leave a deposit. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, this thing is mine. Goodbye. So I probably get another one of these belts just for me to carry around. Yeah. But the bottom line is, uh, we're gonna get crown a champion, and I want it to be. And and so, but at this point in time, because of the system, I really want people to start to get the opportunity to go to Roastomania with some experience. So yeah. we're going to do these first shows in all these different places. We're going to get people used, the audience is used to it, and the comics used to it, and we're going to let them go and just let them kind of knock the dust off. Then we're going to have probably a qualifier match ap- uh, uh, card after that for the Roastomania. So we'll probably have one, maybe two more per, per uh, city. The kind of feeds into, and we're able to, you know, have people step up their game so they're at their best, so that when they we come to our uh, roastomania, you know, you're going to be seeing absolutely the most polished, ready, and amazing roast battles you've ever seen. Yeah, and I want to get a big, big name, and I don't, I can't announce the big name just yet because of scheduling and whatnot. We're talking about probably an August show, so it's a little ways off. But at the same time, we want to make sure that uh, we have a major name. If they can't be in there in person, maybe even watching over video. Um, but make sure that the judging is represented so that we can say, hey, if you're in Kentucky, if you're in Ohio, if you're in western Pennsylvania, if you're, if you're even in parts of Michigan, and uh, down to obviously all I said Kentucky, but in Indiana, obviously, this area you are the best roaster of all that of that region, the yeah. central region, and I think that's something to be very proud of. That is awesome. Yeah, that's that's super dope. Let's let's take a look at this belt yeah. here. There you go. Yes. So 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 this is up for grabs. It's got some yeah. weight to it. I love it. Where'd you get it made at? That is fantastic. Uh, there was a, a artisan in uh, in Canada uh, who did it, and uh, I I went with just the gold, the black uh, black on gold. Uh, black Classic. leather, yeah, Oof, just can't go wrong. Nice yeah, weight, yeah, to it. yeah, yeah. You this really is legit. can't. This it's is a legit belt. It's a championship belt, and um, you know, it was not. It was not a. Yeah, it was not cheap. We just go ahead and do that thing, and uh, I really want to make it out like this. So you know what I mean. Like I really want to get it done. So that the next time we go out and do this thing, we can basically begin a tournament. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I man. love the snowflake canceled. No, yeah, <laughs> X to the snowflake. I you love can't it. Do it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, no, this is this is fantastic. Um, you know what? I think this is this is like the 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 marrying of two of like the most American forms of yes. entertainment. Yes, and it's and it's and it's you know. It's just, it's fantastic. And I think that it's a great way to get comics out of their comfort zone. Anyone who's ever done a roast battle, even if you like, like, like comics, like comics, even if you don't feel like you want to get into the cage, because you know, you're getting into the cage, you're getting in there with some type of a comedy animal. Yes. Like that's just the way that works. (laughs) But before you get into that cage, you know, like, like check out some roast battles and like, try to try to write in that mentality play. Like, like comics roast each other all the time. That's the hang. You know what I mean? If if you have a friend that's, that is a comedian and they don't make fun of you like that, that's their love language. That's a bad sign. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ladies, marry a singer. He'll write you a song. Don't marry a comic. He'll just make fun of you. And it's the same thing as a love song. Yeah. Yeah, that is our love song. Same thing. Exactly. That's that's fantastic. My wife and I make fun of each other. That's right. That's a love language. You have to. But like also, you know what it is for me? It's also like uh, I'm the Mr. Miyagi of this thing here. So I'm saying that these other cats are going out of, we're going and having the kids come in for 
from uh, Chicago. They're coming in from New York. They're coming from major markets. They pop into town. You go to there, and people start roast battling, and you're like, oh, where are you from? The sticks. You guys don't know what's up. It's like, actually, no, I was part of the RWC. I did this shit in a cage, and you're ready to hang with them. At least at least hang. Yeah. So if you have some, you know, and so you can't really learn until you learn, and the only way to learn this is to jump in there and start banging, and you'd be surprised who's good at it. Yeah. Also, listen, I keep forgetting to point this out, and this is one of the most fun things about it. It's audience interactive. So yeah, if you're out there, you want to see this thing, we put on a show, we got the, we got all that kind of stuff. The audience is choosing the winners, and you know what else? You can voice your dis, you can you can voice your, your, your disapproval of anything by throwing popcorn. We sell popcorn there that you are completely allowed That's right. to Dude, throw that at is the cage. Right. That yes. is fantastic. Yeah. I, l- listen, this is in in my opinion this this could be the future of of comedy. Thank you. This really could because you know I enjoyed the the ro- you know the um, Comedy Central roast. I yes. enjoyed them, but there it, it's just one person and after a while it gets old like yeah, you can only them. say so much about them and then they start doing each other on the stage yeah. that's fun when they start going back right, and forth right but uh, on the dais but that's the idea of going back and forth right but you, and that's one of the reasons that we got into some trouble with people well this is the reason why i had the opportunity to do this in indianapolis, indianapolis is a serious comedy market mm-hmm. and there's a lot of brilliant uh producers out there yes. in the air there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of great things yes the issue was is that there was some ba- there were some roasts of uh, banquet style roasts uh, back in the day, a couple years back, um, and it kind of left some bad tastes in some people's mouths. Sure, yeah. And they figured that that would translate to roast battles, which traditionally could, especially if you have a uh, tournament situation where you you could end up against anybody. Sure. But like, if you start to go back and say to yourself, well, wait, let's, uh, you know, let me put these two guys together uh, for a week beforehand, and let them work together. Then all of a sudden, you know who you're booked against. You can say no before we yeah. announce it. And if you're like, "Yeah, I'll work with them. It's cool. We don't mind." That kind of dilu- that it doesn't stop the battle from being entertaining, but it makes the uh, it kind of helps there being anything crazy right. or, or yeah. long lasting that happens right. afterwards. Yeah. And, it's, and it's just like getting into the cage, the UFC. Yeah. You know, you see these guys. And my my, my daughter, for example, she wrestles. Right. And she I heard she won something today. Right. She got third in state. Yeah, she got today. third in state today. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. man. And, you know, it, she didn't want to get third, obviously, but she shook the person's hand and then they went up onto the podium and they stood by each other. They gave each other hugs. And that's like, that's the whole concept of martial arts, mixed martial arts. You know, you go in there, you get your ass kicked. You guys are still friends afterwards. Right. That, that, that doesn't matter because you're still, you're, you're learning. At, yeah. That's still a learning experience. Yeah. And that's what I love about this. It, it's yeah. not like there there's like bad taste left no. f- from from people or um you know somebody went a little too far on a joke you have time to say hey you know uh if i say this is it some and then you said some people may not even want to work with him and yeah. it's just yeah. purely just what that one person is against the right. other person and there's just so many opportunities for comics to be different exactly. and it's not just you know what's up on stage now they have to do it against a person in front of people right and they could get some popcorn thrown at them. Yeah. And I think also, and I don't mean to jump in. Again, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. I, I think also one of the cool things about, especially right now in this time frame we're in, I think also it shows something that people see all the time digitally, yeah. but very rarely in person do you see people having, you know, a b- roast battling each other like they would online, looking at each other. Right. And it kind of reminds you about how 
fake the online stuff is. 100%. Yeah. Oh, because absolutely. now all of a sudden you're like, click, click, click. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, ooh. I'm a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. Look at me right in the eye and say that, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. and in the moment with a with hundred people watching you, popcorn flies, you lights flashing, the ring card girls going, and you tell me you can come up with some of the stuff that's happening here. And you know what? If you can, I'll put you on the next show. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For sure. 100%. And like, um, and, and, like getting back to the idea of like knowing who you're um, roasting gets even more like, which is why it's so beautifully married with the idea of you know combat sports. Yeah. Is you know your opponent, you prepare for your opponent, you you know you have your 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 camp preparation, mm -hmm. and you you know you you come in ready and prepared, and you you know um, get some opportunities probably at open mics along the yeah. way to you know build an arsenal and yeah. build and that's all the more that's all the more reason why the comics that step into the cage are more prepared is because they have probably come across and know some of the comics that, that and know the comic they're roasting which means that they're able to to kind of throw some harder punches right and uh um all the more reason why they won't hold back right either so you're going to hear some of the best battles you're going to see. It's yeah. going to be presented in a way that your the audience is going to love it. Yeah. We really want this to be a big thing. We want everybody to know in Anderson that you have Anderson comics and comics that frequent that scene who are some of the best we have in the RWC. So it's only making sense for you to come out because Anderson, if, if Indiana is the home state of the RWC, then Anderson is literally its soul. And so you know what I mean. I'll so you, you got to come down. That is, they are the soul of the RWC. So you got to get down there and see them because when you have an Anderson champion, yeah. it's like it's like you know when there's like a a, a Puerto Rican uh, welterweight or something. Everybody's excited. Right. You know, it's like a, it's like an Anderson when an Anderson roaster yeah. comes up, buddy. You want to watch them. a Cuban, the Cuban yeah. boxers. They're like it's all these are Brazilian jujitsu. Anybody who comes out from where you know the heart and soul of it's coming from. You're gonna want to see them, and you gotta come and see your Anderson battlers because they're and, badass. Oh, they and yeah, it, it's gonna be a fantastic lineup, and you know, uh, if the Andersonians want to show up and support, <laughs> and you know, like oftentimes there's like a national flag or something. Yeah. In Anderson, we just have a, a stained sheet. That's our flag. <laughs> that's, our, that's our. That's our flag. No, well, I tell you, um, people I'm are just tired kidding. of going Anderson's to the casino. Beautiful. Yes. So yeah, and, they'll and, definitely be at the show. Yeah. It, it, and if you know how to get to the casino, then you know how to get to the venue. Um, <laughs> it's it's literally closer to where you're probably coming from, and uh, it's a it's a great size venue um, for anyone who is uh, concerned about safety. There's plenty of space. There's plenty of room in this room. Um, while it probably will get um, packed to whatever capacity allows, um, you know it's gonna be a great time. Come show up, and uh, no matter what, it's gonna be a blast. I can't wait. You're going to be wait. there, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm yeah. not missing this. Uh, it's going to be fa it's going to be something special. Where every time we go out there, we're going to do something. Um, have we different. told Have we told people when it's going to be yet? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, no. Okay. I I I'm just sitting here thinking about it, so I'm like, okay, yeah, we, okay. It is the May 16th, 15th, 15th. It's, yes, May 15th, it, May 15th, and um, it's May 15th, and it's going to be at Flyover. Yes, Flyover Live. Uh, it is um, just off the interstate, May May 15th. Absolutely. And now they uh, we're going to be setting up a uh, event. 
And then when we do that, obviously they can get tickets through that. Absolutely. And how else can they get a hold of tickets? Well, uh, we, we are going to set up our tickets through um, uh, ontaptickets.com. Well, actually, you know what? Let me hold off on that link. I'm going to put that ticket link in the show description. Beautiful. So, Boom. So, so when Boom. This, yes. When this show drops and you hear this, the ticket link will be in the show Boom. description. And um, you will be uh, either and to- if you could say what that link was now, it would be pr- we'd have a dual show on being like clairvoyant. Yes. Exactly. That's why, and that would be kind of disrespecting clairvoyancy, which is actually very exciting as well. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The, yeah, I that, love your your political correctness. Yeah, 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 you are, yeah, you are yeah, on I top of it. it. I enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I try. So so yeah, no, I uh, uh, that that ticket link will be in the show notes. Uh, we will have that set up um, and ready to start uh, getting those tickets moving. You'll want to jump on and get those as soon as you yes. can because uh, RWC does pack places. That's what it we does. sell out and, and with so, the, and with the restrictions and whatnot if you want to be a part of this thing you really got to get on it now yeah um, because yeah we uh, we are going to we are going to be a capacity and we also want to be very guarded and make sure that the people are in there feel safe so that's why we have minimum number of tickets available i know some of them are gone already by the time you get this you really got to jump on this thing if you don't want to be left out in the cold we want you there uh, we want you to remember because i say anybody who comes to the first rwc that's never their last one they always every Everybody's been to more than one, and nobody's ever complained once about being there. Yeah. So, you know, get on the train, make it happen. We can't wait. May 15th can't come soon enough, and I'm so excited, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Um, I want to give a huge shout out um, to uh, Brent Doster over at uh, uh, Flyover. We had an awesome conversation last week, and uh, uh, so if you follow uh, Uncle Buck's house, um, uh, go check out uh, the Flyover Live in uh, in Anderson. Um, go give them a like and start following their events. Uh, we've got some cool stuff coming up. The city of Anderson. Um, I'm so excited to now be working with not only um, two different venues in the city of Anderson, but also two different venues with two very different products. Right. Um, the flyover is, is a spot that, that can really, um, handle, uh, some bigger crowds right. some bigger comedians and, um, still be a great place to go see a show, but, but kettle top is just an unmistakable club feel venue. It's very it's, it's Yeah. It's, it's, it's really one of those places that even with restrictions, you know, you can come in there and feel like you're in a comedy club, which is, you know, a little bit different feel. And they both have their own, um, addition to comedy and shows. And, uh, uh, um, RWC is the perfect show for flyover. It's, uh, uh, it's going to fit that stage. Um, it's got a nice big stage there and it's going to, uh, fit that perfect. Perfectly. Yeah, we're going to make full advantage of it. Uh, is my opinion right now, the idea is to make the Anderson show a- as big as Rose to Mania um, and make sure that it has all the it has everything that you can imagine. We're going to take full advantage of the space. We're talking about lights. We're talking about other acts. You know, Rose to Mania, I had uh, Elvis Personator show up. I guarantee you. That's well, right. Yeah, Elvis, yeah. Per- he sang the national anthem. He did. And so we'll always have some surprises there. Yeah. We'll, we'll have some special guests. It's going to be an amazing 90 minutes. Any word really on our judge? yet no okay. actually matter of fact we're going to talk about that we'll have another announcement on the judges yeah i like to make the card first and then do the judging last i don't want there to be time to corrupt them yes yeah, i don't I want agree. to put their names out there to the very last moment yeah but i know that there's some people that we're talking to and uh it's going to be pretty exciting uh, may 15th really is going to be the show that that we remember all year yeah it's going to be a whole lot of fun i'm excited to uh to get it going um and i i, I think we've we've had a uh, you want to double check and see how long we've been going i think we've had a pretty solid ep here 
Um, I'm not sure what time we officially how, started how recording. Nor- how long are the shows normally? Uh, hour-ish. Yeah, are we 45? Okay, cool. All right, so yeah, we still got some time. Um, so Can we cut that out? Where we yeah. say, like, gosh, it feels like we might have some time left with her. It feels like maybe God, like, good Lord, dude, this has been... Have I been here since Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we still gotta kill we gotta kill some time jesus Woo, 15 minutes to go <laughs> here we go that's when that, that that's when you go sit in the bathroom at work it's like uh you got 15 minutes wait, i wait, feel wait, this go is going the, smooth well, yeah oh there's absolutely a, there's absolutely a, there's like i'm just a, thinking about i used to i take pride in my sixth sense of knowing when it's been Tom, exactly that's an hour. what it is that's the yeah. it's like the inside joke of the show the, yeah, yeah. he he's always usually he's always it's right around an hour yeah. every he's time not perfect every time i've asked for time up until this one at least the last six or seven i've been like how long have we been going be just right at right at an hour and then this time uh daylight savings time threw me off that's what yeah, it was that's what i like yeah. to hear. i haven't I w- changed my clock I, I haven't changed my clocks at all i woke up and thought i was in a time warp i got in my car and was like why the fuck is there an hour <laughs> difference here i'm like what is happening i know man you know what we went first one went to evansville i was like wow we're gonna get down there and like I forgot about the time change. You lose a time change in yeah. Evansville. Yep. And so I was like, "Whoa!" Basically Kentucky. Yeah, I, exactly. It's basically Kentucky. And uh, I'm like, I don't even know what's going on, man. I'm, I mean, like it takes three and a half hours to get to Evansville. It takes just as long to get to Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. I mean, like you can go anywhere in the country and get there faster than you would go to Evansville. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like what? And, and I kept asking, like, what is out here? What do they do here? And yeah. like nobody had an answer. Now they'll say nothing. It's, it's just like it's they're not. just like they just look at you like it's crazy. It's like it's Evansville. Yeah. I'm like I know I saw the sign. I will say yeah. they have some of the top wrestlers in the in the state. In really, Evansville Modern Day, I think okay. is, is the name of the high school, and they always have like ten state um, placers, and half of those are first place. Wow. But yeah, that's so it's that that's about it. But that's what Rest. I'm saying. Like, what do you go, like? Like, what do you guys do, you do out here? They basically go to Louisville. I think I actually know. Um, no, but like for a living, like what is what is out there? I, that, like, that's is what there I mean. a salt I, mine or I something? Think, I don't know. I just get the impression. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, is I really don't. uranium. They have to be leaving. <laughs> there's n- there's nothing. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a river. There's I'm, a river. I, I'm gonna look up. They're fishermen. It's just a bunch of fishermen. Because I got, but they have big buildings. That's what, and the reason I say this is because it's a beautiful town. Like, would you come in and you're like, oh boy, there sure hasn't been much of anything I call civilization for about an hour, and then boom, you come across Outpost Evansville. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, where do I? And it's like, we have our Starbucks over here. You can sell your beaver pelts over there. I don't even. (laughs) It says, (laughs) I mean, this is just, I mean, I guess this is kind of, you can say this for everyone. The largest industry sectors in size in Evansville are healthcare, finance, education, and manufacturing. Duh. (laughs) Other major (laughs) industries by employment are energy, warehousing, distribution, and retail. Oh, yeah. Maybe throw transportation in there somewhere. (laughs) That's all probably got to have something to do with it. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> they just they just threw every industry yeah. and was like, yeah, they have some of it there. Yeah, but yeah, they, they're a number one employer jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and not Steve. So, so speaking of, you're obviously a pretty funny man. Have you done any roast battles yourself? Yeah, I mean, I've battled before my day. My thing is this, though. I really kind of have to be playing the promoter role. 
And so while I would definitely boast, I always tell all the battlers when they get in that I'm completely on limits. Like if ever they don't have something to fill, they can always bust on me. Nice. It's completely fine to make fun of me. It's completely part of it because obviously I'm I'm up there make, saying make fun of each other so I can be made fun of. So I definitely uh, make sure that I take it because you got if That's the real trick of being in a battle is being able to take it. Because obviously, like you said, right. well, on the online gangster, the keyboard yeah. gangster, everybody can dish it out. It's taking it that really makes you the pro. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I always say, hey, listen, you know, I'm not asking you guys to take anything I wouldn't. And so definitely it's only fair. Uh, you guys want to bust on me, go right ahead. Now, I probably won't ever book you again. <laughs> <laughs> I will never look your direction. I will hate you for the rest of your yeah. life. I will angry face every post you make on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah, no, I... I, uh, I uh, love the way that you host the show it's a whole lot of fun you keep you keep everything high energy and i think the first time we did it i think you had like a, like a wardrobe issue and had to wear sweatpants yes. with a tuxedo yes sweatpants with a tuxedo yes <laughs> well, well what happened there I, well just like you would assume yeah um i had actually um i i didn't I didn't bring the pants. Oh, I, I thought they ripped or something. Or they they broke. may have ripped. There was something. I don't recall. I don't want. I don't want to remember. I yeah. probably would not want to remember that happening. So yeah. But yeah, I definitely there was some issue where I just I didn't have the pants. All I remember is uh, like getting ready for the show, Brad. You know, I, obviously, you know, in the producer role, you're chicken with your head cut off before yes. the show starts, and uh, you know. Brad just picks up his tuxedo with a hanger and is like, I'm going to the back to change. Yeah. And uh, I don't see him again until he comes out with just the top of the tuxedo. <laughs> And, and he's rocking these like like pull away yeah, yeah these 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 breakaway sweatpants they had little gold zippers so on them they were from they were Sean John they were an old school it <laughs> yeah. was an old school Sean John uh, uh, tracksuit track yeah, yeah it was like the yeah. old school oh you know God. what I mean like a little bit too stiff. that should be your thing now uh, it sort of is tuxedo and <laughs> the, track pants the track yeah. pants baby yeah. and that's what I was saying but like you know you all get props the on the tracksuito the you just damn, that's good. LLC that. Oh, Patent the tracksuito is with an X. so good. With an X. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Patent that shit. Hey, the tracksuito. You're about to make a tracksuito. Holy that shit. That just made look, my day. And, and and it works for this day and age. Yes, it does. The tracksuito, you're gonna, Dad. You're going to um, zoom up top. Yep. And you're yeah. going to work out yeah. down low. Absolutely. Yeah. That really worked. The yeah. tracksuito. Yeah. The tracksuito. And I think your point is, though, I was like, I roll with the punches. Yeah. So like this last time we went up there, all three, the first I start off, all three of the microphones they handed me. Dead, dead, dead. And I was just like, and like one died in the middle of it. I grabbed another one. It wasn't on. I finally grabbed the third one. It was like, bang, bang. But it, it didn't, it all went down in like two seconds. It was yeah. like, crack, oh, crack, yeah. crack, crack, crack. Yeah. Because you can't get held up. That's the idea behind the battle is that you can't ever get flustered. Yep. Right. You just got to stay in the zone. Okay, this didn't work. We got to go here. Yeah. Boom, boom. You don't ever stop and be like, I don't know. Everything's not working. I have planned. It worked. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. all falling apart. For sure. You can't do that in a fight. You can't do that no. in a cage. No, I yeah, just had to explain that to my daughter today. Right. If you if you get flustered and yeah. you are when when you get flustered, that stops your thinking. Yeah. You're you're basically a deer in the headlights. Yes. And you have to be able to roll with the punches. If you get into a bad spot, calm down, figure out where you're at, and then get to your next position. Yes. You, it, you just gotta keep going. If you stop, you're just gonna get mauled over. They're gonna they're gonna they're going to 
control you so much that it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and the bell's going to be further away even yeah. though the clock's winding down yes it's just all going to feel like it's all coming down on for you. sure and if you can't roll with the punches you can't get in that ring mike tyson said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face yes that's one of my favorite yep. mike tyson quotes behind i'm going to eat your children yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the second that falls into a fact yeah i'm going to eat your children is i think my favorite mike tyson line. but but yes everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face and that's yeah. the truth and yeah. so like you get up there and you just kind of roll with it so but anything could happen we had a beautiful uh lovely lisa woods sing the just the most stunning national anthem at the last one it's amazing also uh we have very talented jeff goltz and uh, his, love Jeff Colts and his his uh, his buddy, um, you know, who's up there. He he does uh, he does the um, ventriloquism. Uh, ventriloquism, yes, yes. And, yes. And, and Julio the cockroach, is. Julio the cockroach. Yes, yes. and uh, uh, also um, yes, Julio the cockroach is fantastic. I've seen that guy perform a bunch. Yes. I've, I've been on shows with him a lot of times, and he is fantastic. He's been doing ventriloquism since he was a kid, yeah. and he is just a master at the craft. Yeah, I don't have him on the show, but I booked uh, Julio. Nice. Uh, I say, you know, Jeff, you just sit back here. This is this is Julio's game. Yeah, we gang. want Julio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, Jeff's just a fan. So that's why we have him there. But Julio, he is one of the judges. And uh, we also have some other good judges on there. It's going to be pretty incredible. I don't know. We're, it's going to be interesting to see what DJ Dangler can bring. Yeah. Because this guy, the dead dancing bear, Patrick Murray, is probably right now one of the most ferocious battlers uh, I've ever seen. Yeah, and 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 that's just and that's not like what's because Pat's a nice guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, well uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've personally, um, I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. if you're he needs a ride, yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? But he's sharp. This kid's sharp. He's got. He's got. He does everything he can to dull himself, but he's so sharp that he just remains. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say it again. Sharp. Yeah. If anybody missed it, I meant sharp. <laughs> yes. Anti dull. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Cutting. Cutting yes. because of his sharpness. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a hell of a show. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, BJ has rejoined the uh, the the show. Well, actually joining us for the first time because AP got us all set up here. Uh, so what's what's uh, what's up, man? What's uh, what's going on? It was a um, so I had like real bad GERD. Mm-hmm. GERD's different than acid reflux. Yes, it okay. is. GERD can make you feel like you're having a heart attack. Yeah. Right? So I was like, man, it's getting pretty bad. I'm going to see if I can go get some, like, lidocaine or whatever. But before I went, my mouth got real dry. And then my, like, my uh, gums started to feel weird and started to swell up on the side. Oh, shit. And then they found out how good my insurance was, and they just kept running every test under the sun. And nothing's wrong. Nothing. Hmm. Nothing. They ran a blood test. Um, they did a CT scan. Which is weird. Do you ever have a CT scan? Yeah, c- c- CT scans are very, very strange. Is that where you like you like lay in the tube and it's like, well, it's like and it go. He's like it's going to go in, in and out three times. And I was like, all right. And then he, um, he's like, you're going to feel the liquid in your mouth, and and maybe it's going to make you feel like you, you peed yourself. Oh yeah, I have done that. Oh, maybe I'm thinking. Of, oh, I'm thinking of a cat scan. Never mind. No. It's gonna make you feel that way, or will you have peed yourself? No, no. It, it really makes you feel like your whole leg gets warm, and it just it feels like you just my throat everywhere. got real really? warm in my butthole. Yeah, okay. Damn. It's, it's super. And I was weird. nervous, and I'm like, I, I was like feeling. I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. Oh wow. Yeah, it was so weird. I've yeah, never that's- felt. It's it's the it's the stuff that that you have to drink for it to show up if something's wrong with you or whatever. Oh wow, that's creepy. Yeah, and they shoot it through your whatever, and they did EKG. Heart was fine, 
Um, I don't have diabetes, so BJ forty one, diabetes zero. Yes, <laughs> hell you go, hell yeah. She goes, she goes, you're close to being diabetic. I go, but am I? <laughs> <laughs> but am I though? She goes, no. Hey, there you then go. Then I looked at the lady across from me and I go, don't you hate when skinny people tell you like you're overweight? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm doing shtick in this room to get people happy. So I started doing shtick to make myself happy, and then I just fell asleep. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's hey, that sounds like a Wednesday night for me. That sounds That's like Uncle awesome. Buck's comedy hour. So I yeah. go to a stick and try to go to sleep. So it was yeah. uh yeah, because oh. I just got back in town last night from um 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 Chicago North Chicago, but North Shore basically. Okay. We were up there. It's beautiful up here. Yeah. What were you doing? Is it work or Yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do um training and development for a retail company. But they put us in the nicest hotel ever. Oh shit! Fuck yeah, dude. So I got yelled at for not having a mask on. Ah, that'll uh, happen. Then rich You'll guys, then rich guys walk in. Yeah. And, and his wife is like, you know, Beverly Hills, whatever. Didn't say a word. No mask. Yeah. Yep. Not a word. That's yep. Chicago for you, especially uh, the North Side. Like, Sweet home, Chicago. I was like, I guess that's what I get for not wearing underwear with sweatpants walking around this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just walking around in a tuxedo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah the tuxedo. <laughs> the tuxedo. The track. Yeah, we coined a new term. So, uh, so BJ, I think we're kind of kind of wrapping things up a little bit here, but um, I do want to kind of let you in on what we've been getting down to over here. We uh, the roast war championship. Um, is going to be coming to Anderson, and uh, when this episode drops, you'll hear all about it. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, yeah, I've, been, I've worked with Brad in the past on uh, yeah. people oh, coming okay. to the show. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Here I am thinking Indirect, the- indirectly, like we would yeah, have. Yeah, we, yeah. I was producing for Juice, and he would have the. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That's awesome. Hell yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, we uh, are super excited to, excited to bring the show to Anderson. Um, before we uh, wrap up here, uh, BJ, I think we're going to go to go out to uh, Catfish Blues by uh, Jimmy Duck Holmes. All right. Um, tell the story real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll, I'll tell the story before we play it, but I want to let Brad get his plugs in. Um, you got anything you want to tell the people about or pages or where to follow? Uh, yeah, I should have started with this. You know what? RoastWarChamp.com, at RoastWarChamp on Facebook, at RoastWarChamp on Twitter, at RoastWarChamp on um, IG, at RoastWarChamp, RoastWarChamp.com. You follow us. You're going to see all the stuff we're doing everywhere. Uh, it's going to be amazing. We're going to be in um, – we're opening up Louis Louisville on um, the 16th of April. Uh, then we're going to be going at the end of April, uh, the 30th. We're going to be in Evansville. And then, of course, we're talking about the big show, the big one that we're all excited about. May 15th, we're going to be at Flyover Live for RWC Anderson. It's truly our first time there, but it's also a homecoming because, once again, Anderson is the heart and soul of the RWC. Yeah, it's a, it, it. It, it's going to be a powerful uh, It's going to be a powerful night, a whole lot of fun. Um, and, again, we're going to put all those links in the show notes notes um and so you guys thanks so much for stopping by nick yeah. where can the people find you in oaks 55 on all social media and uh again y'all can follow the podcast at, at uncle bucks podcast um on uh instagram you can follow me at uncle bucks house and uh the story before we play this song um real quick is this guy is 72 years old um he uh owns a uh um, kind of a not speak easy style, um, but he owns uh, a venue in. Um, uh, let's see here. Is that a do rag he's wearing? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so that's he, a wave cap. 
72 year old blues man Jimmy <laughs> Duck Holmes uh, his new album is called Cypress Grove produced by Dan Auerbach of the uh, Black Keys um, also a, a very decorated producer as well Grammy wise um, this uh, album Cypress uh, Cypress Grove is uh, a direct reflection of his juke joint that he owns in uh, Mississippi. And so his blues that he plays is very Delta, very juke joint style blues, and he never plays the same song the same way twice. His manager loaded him up in a van and said, hey, we're going to Nashville. Bring your guitar. Insisted he bring his guitar. He didn't tell him he was going to go record an album with Dan Auerbach. And so uh, Dan Auerbach and him produced... Uh, Dan Auerbach produced, and he recorded this whole record, um, and it's up for a Grammy this year. So the right. uh, first album he's ever recorded, 72 years old, um, pretty powerful story, and this is just a, this is just a song from that. Um, and, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming by and hanging out at Uncle Buck's house. As always, uh, have a wonderful night, day, or whatever. Well, look at this Spamming it out Deep blue sea I'd have all the women Women after me Women after me Clean up Can I go home?